Hi, I'm Lynn Walker, Immigration Partner at Minor and Landis, here with this week's Lightning Round Q&A, a chance for you to ask us your pressing employment and family-based immigration questions. We've been away for a while because of the H-1B cap, but now we're back and we wanted to go over some basic issues that have repeatedly come up in our practice. These are questions that we get a lot. And so what we do is collect them and try to answer them as best as possible in our lightning rounds. But before we start, I do want to emphasize that all personal information is kept confidential at Minor and Landis. So the identity and any confidential details of those asking questions is never disclosed. So here we go. The first question that we received was, can I use DocuSign or another electronically generated signature application to sign an application or petition that will be filed with USCIS? The short answer is no. While USCIS has softened the signature requirements due to COVID-19, the agency will still only accept reproduced original signatures on petitions and applications that require a wet or ink signature. What does this mean? It sounds very confusing, but in essence, it means that you can sign a petition with ink and then generate a photocopy of that physical signature and use that photocopy to file the petition. USCIS will accept a photocopy of a signature that is signed in ink but you cannot use any electronically generated signature application such as DocuSign when filing a petition with USCIS. Okay, let's see what's next. Uh, here's a good one and one that's really, really important. The second question we received was, I looked up processing times for the I-539 application and saw that the USCIS website says the Texas Service Center is taking four months to process I-539s, but the California Service Center is taking eight months. Can I just file my application with Texas since it's faster? Not necessarily. USCIS determines where applications and petitions are filed based on the type of benefit you're asking for and the jurisdiction or state where you live. If you file your application with the wrong service center simply because it shows shorter processing times, it will most likely be rejected by USCIS. It is really important to check the USCIS website to determine the proper service center for filing. You can't simply file your petition at a service center because it has the faster processing times. All right, the third question we received was, I filed my adjustment of status application without my medical exam about two years ago. According to the USCIS processing times, USCIS should be working on my application. Can I go ahead and mail my medical exam now? The short answer again is no, you shouldn't mail a medical report to USCIS until they issue an RFE or request for evidence, specifically directing you to send the medical report. In our experience, and based on the guidance that we have received by USCIS through various conferences, you should wait for the RFE to be issued before you send your medical exam. 
sending medical reports without an RFE can result in the medical report being lost or not being matched with your file in time for USCIS to adjudicate your green card application. The final question I want to address this time around is, I have a master's degree in electrical engineering and my H-1B registration was filed under the US master's cap. My employer and their immigration attorney are filing my H-1B under the regular cap. Why are they doing this? Well, I don't have a copy of your specific notice, but I can provide some insight based on similar situations we've experienced with our own clients. When USCIS selected your H-1B registration, it would have selected it either under the master's cap or the regular cap. In order for your H-1B to be properly filed, you need to follow the instructions on the selection notice. So even if you have a U.S. master's degree, but your registration was selected under the regular cap, you have to file your H-1B petition under the regular cap. Your employer and their attorney need to follow the instructions set forth in the H-1B registration notice. And that notice states which cap your case was selected under. If you fail to file your H-1B petition under the proper cap and at the proper address, it will be rejected, which means that for all of your luck in getting selected in this year's H-1B cap, your petition is going to be meaningless because it won't be accepted by USCIS. So that's all we have time for today. If we didn't get to your question, or if you have an urgent immigration issue, please feel free to contact us to schedule a consultation to discuss your matter. Finally, don't forget to message us on LinkedIn and keep those questions coming in and we'll do our best to answer them in our next lightning round. In the meantime, be sure to follow our LinkedIn profile for frequent updates on new rules and policies. Thank you for listening. Disclaimer, the information contained herein is intended only for educational or informational purposes and is not a substitute for legal advice. Further, listening to this HR tip in no way establishes an attorney-client relationship between you and Minor and Landis LLP. Listeners should consult legal counsel for definitive advice regarding the current law and regulations and how those apply to your unique situation within your organization.